You know everybody been waiting on that baby, man. I mean it like ever since baby on baby drop. Man. Ever like, since baby on know, baby drop. Ain't nobody drops. Let's go. Ha. I needed some shit with some bop in it. Go. I flew past the whip with that blunt in my mouth, watch the swerving that whip had a cop in it. Woo. My bitch got good fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop mm. in it. Mm. I got me a milli, I did it legitly. I'm still with the shit, I'm a hot, hot. Oh, you asking for pictures with nigga? What? What's your name? Get the fuck out the spot, nigga. Trying to figure which deal I'ma take. Uh-huh. I woke up a couple meal on my plate. Let's eat. I'm investing in real in the state. Uh-huh. I just went and gave my mama a hot. Bravo, bravo, it's your boy, Sergeant Whiteford for the night. And this is, and you are. <laughs> this is your boy Jay with the Sway Soul and the Velvet Vibes. Lorenz Tall, Mr. Love Jones, live, all war, everything, answer E, aka Snapple Facts. Boy, answer E, all, all of the above, aka Snapple Facts. Throw the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we back with another episode of Bourbon and Boy Shorts. It's been a long week, yo. It's only it's Monday. Not even over. Yo, it just has week, yeah, This week's going to be. Another is Bourbon and Boy Shorts and two single fathers, two single guys talking about love, life, drinking, libations. Boom. Not tonight. Though. Not tonight. Yeah, so, we, on, we on our. Uh, we are wrapping up. Uh, that intro was trash. I'm sorry, y'all. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Makes for good content. But we are wrapping up Class 53. So this is the last and final episode of Class 53. Um, I wish we could have more cadets in here, but. Uh, what, what my man? What what should they say? Trapped in the closet. Some, some issues going down. What the hell yeah, is so. going on? Oh so yeah, people stay in trouble, yo. <laughs> it's like four or five times we were supposed to record, and you like, nah, yo, we got cancer. Yeah, so, niggas in trouble. Um, but yeah, well, we do have some lucky cadets that are uh, actually are squared away, and they can be here and uh, are able to participate in tonight's podcast. So, um, I guess we can let them introduce themselves and get started. Right? Sounds good. All right. Go here. What's up? Cadet Anderson. Hi, um, I'm Cadet Breed. What up, what up? Cadet Wishnoff, a.k.a. Smirnoff Ice. Uh, a.k.a. Smirnoff Ice. Yo, y'all doing? It's Cadet Herrera here. Thank you. All right. And together, y'all are Free State Challenge Academy. Great. Oh. Oh. So, uh, what we do is, since everybody's here tonight, uh, what we do is um, we go to each cadet and we let you guys uh give your before during and after free state uh spills and life journeys and things that you've gone through here and what you want to accomplish and everything like that so um we'll let the lady go first and then we'll you know take care of the gentleman later so if you there is no question ma'am you just say hey i'm cadet reed and this is my life okay start make sure you make sure you're talking to the mic okay roger um i don't know where to start um, when I first got here, it was more so like like I volunteered, but I knew that I needed it. But at the same time, I didn't want to be here. Like acclimation phase, it was hard. I knew I was going home every day, like every day. At light side, I'd be like, all right, I'm going home tomorrow. But then I didn't leave. But after acclimation phase, it was, it was, I wouldn't say it was a breeze, but it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. But it, it it's certain times when you're in here, and it's just, like, it's really frustrating. Like, cadre, for example. Hmm. Like, Sergeant White for You roger that. Yeah. But, Do I don't tell. know. It's just being away from your family for 22 weeks and not being able to speak to them. 22 weeks? Yeah. Sheesh. And not being able to speak to them, like, as often as you would like or need to. It's like... It can kind of get in your head. And then sometimes you have, like, so much time to think 
where it really starts to to mess with you to the point where you feel as though like you shouldn't be here like you should have just stayed in school or did what you were supposed to do but it's week 22 <laughs> so I feel good about it I'm about to graduate I really I finally I feel as though like I finally like accomplished something like I finally finished something what cause I'm not looking at you yeah you gotta make eye contact at least with my she thinking, she thinking, she right right but I don't know like I finally accomplished something <laughs> So talk talk more about that like that feeling of accomplishment that she um it it feels good like I don't know how to really explain it but it's like it's like I didn't get past grade ten so it's like now that I actually had a chance to like or a second chance to really figure things out like I have a plan when I get outside of here so it feels good to go home with something like just something mm-hmm. that's all I gotta say that's what's good what's so your, good. what's your plan um you're gonna love this I really wanna go into the military mm-hmm. either Air Force or Army um and then while I'm in there I wanna go to school I wanna go to a school for business but I also wanna go to cosmetology school cause that's something like that mm-hmm. I'm interested in and then after that I want my own hair salon that's what's or up. beauty salon like a spa where do uh, everything get to put the mud on your face yeah, and all of that everything. I'm with it mm-hmm. so that's it no I'm saying that's it yes okay cool 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 uh, one of y'all can start it doesn't matter so what happened was so who are you sir Oh, my name's Cadet Wish. No. All right, that's it. Thank you. We don't need no AKA. Keep it simple. <laughs> pull a mic. We talking. Pull a mic close. It's I just got time. you. All right. So before I came to Free State, my life was a mess. Quite frankly, I mean, I had a lot of extenuating circumstances that affected me in ways I couldn't control. Like my parents. My mom has really bad mental health issues. So I don't want to get too much into that But basically Like She'd be in the mental hospital For her She got bad bipolar So basically um, I had to dip out with my father From North Carolina Where I was staying at the time Any Raleigh listeners You know what's up But I don't know if y'all global like that But We reached in North Carolina Yo we get down there yo Even though that's not global That's continental not global But (laughs) We get down there We got got good stables down in North Carolina We're good down there Roger that So We dipped out And My parents had just gotten divorced when I left But my dad had already found a little new thing I can't blame him You know what I'm saying Everybody gotta get their beak wet But (laughs) Sir what led you to free state? <laughs> Yo, wait, uh, it's, a, it's a process, like it's a story. Can I? Okay, yeah, I, can I get it. It's a defense. Oh, that was a, he felt himself getting a little emotional. That's his defense mechanism. He like, yeah, you know like what I'm, I, I'm a trauma, traumatize you. you, know what I'm, saying? you. I'm at risk. You, that's why I came to free state. Can What's I? Can you got realize she in here. Pay attention oh, my, to your. I mean, my, I mean, it's just real life. Like I'm, right, I'm just telling my right, story for right. real. Okay, real, real, real life is still respectful though. You're right. I apologize if I made you uncomfortable. Just continue. It's, all, it's all good, man. Don't all worry right. about it. So anyway, so I'm at, so I'm staying with my grandma at the time. We trying to get back on our feet. I go down to Maryland, Silver Spring area, and basically, 
I'm at I'm sitting I'm chilling in her crib right Cause we were down there Visiting her Trying to get our own situation straight But I'm just sitting down You know Smoking High in the living room Just doing nothing My dad come downstairs one day Basically Talking about how I gotta get up And go on some errands With him Whatever Something trivial You know I'm like What's the point Like I'm just gonna be sitting in the car The whole time On my phone Scrolling through the Snapchat And nobody texting me back so I might as well sleep <laughs> But we started having a little spat You know She come downstairs And hears And she's basically like Yo Don't talk to your father like that So I'm like First of all It's not even concern you for real This the, this the new little young thing? <laughs> yeah Jumping in? Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah So I'm like It's not even concern you for real Like this is a family dispute She must have took that to heart Cause this, is, this is like the third time Me meeting her For real So it gets heated back and forth You know I use profanely I don't call outside her name But I use Yeah I mean she got two kids But No I never talk to my mother like that Not my mother though <laughs> But So I use profane language towards her She threatens to call all her brothers on me So I'm like it's whatever You know what I mean I, I, I was a punk though I was bluffing Chill out Chill out like I was pudgy. I ain't. I am no fighting me at that point because I. I just was going through a lot, but at that point I was just fed up. You know, kind of like a corner animal. So she kicks me out the house at eleven o'clock at night. Meanwhile, this is my first time being out here. I know nobody. I have nobody to call on. No family to rely on. My phone was off at that point, for real. So she kicks me out in the middle of the night. I look at my dad. He he pee whipped. I don't know if I can cuss on here, but he no, you cannot. He pee whipped if you catch my drift. So I'm like, all right, I'm out. So I leave. I grab my phone and my charger. You know, I'm walking around, looking dumb, trying to find somewhere to sleep for the night. So I I walk around. You know, some people try to holler at me. I just keep it pushing. I end up going under her like little back patio because it's like high, and I'm sleeping there for like three four days. And you know, calling my aunts. You know, just being like, what should I do? I was about to fly back out to Oakland, and then uh, I see, <laughs> I see this Jerry Curl, Jerry Curl, boys to men looking dude pull up in a car. That's Mr. Brown, but he come up. As soon as I see him, I'm like, oh heck no! I walk away. He's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before you walk away, let me like take some of your time and talk to you. So we go in this car, and then he starts talking to me. Like about my situation I'm talking to him You know Back Sharing my story He's like wow What I have for you Is the perfect opportunity For you to get by yourself And get what you need to get done And uh I gotta I have to concur Like Coming to Free State Was probably the best thing That could have happened to me At that time Because Lord knows Where I would have been You know Just by myself Unhealthy On the streets for real And so Like coming to Free State I've Reached potential I knew that was deep inside me. I just couldn't find a way to tap into yet. You know, like, I always knew I was a good public speaker. And you climbing for this all the time, so I don't for but being an honor core really helped me <laughs> cultivate that for real. And <laughs> being under Mr. Dickinson's tutelage, <laughs> for the for not a better term, has, like, helped me come out of my shell and really realize what I could do. So... <coughs> And just the discipline and structure they provide here, mm-hmm. 
was really helping me become the man or being on the path to becoming the man I want to be. So I, I don't regret freestyle at all. I mean, it, this class had its ups and downs. It definitely could have been better, but I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't want it to change. I respect that. That's it for real. All right, man. We'll, we'll come back to you. I appreciate That's that. Cool. It doesn't matter. Uh, this is Kenda Herrera, and this is how I came to Free State. Um, I'm coming from a really humble family. You know, my parents coming from a Hispanic, uh, Hispanic environment, neighborhood around PG County. Honestly, before I came here, I was really lost. Um, I was doing a lot of drugs. I went to different schools, three different schools, got kicked out. And just started hanging with the wrong people, for real. And that's that's honestly what really brought me down. I realized that till now. You got to hang around the right crowd. Um, my parents were always there for me. And I just really, I felt bad seeing them, like, be hurt for everything I really did. Like, coming home at night and they ain't sleep. Like, all that, at, at one point, it just hits you. And, like, you really realize, like, what was really going through their head and stuff. I'm like, damn. Like, that sucks. And there's one point, like, at one point, you know, you just really mature. And I just, you just ha get your head straight. And I didn't know what I wanted to do, honestly. I was in the streets working, you know. I started working when I was, like, 12 years old, you know, under the table, $10 an hour. And doing hard work labor, like, nothing a 12-year-old should be doing. And I just, I, I got tired of it. I was 15, 16 years old. I got tired of it. I'm like, yo, you know, I'm born here for real. Um... And I shouldn't be doing this type of things, you know. For mm -hmm. me, like I wanted, to, I wanted to do something good for myself. I wanted to make my parents proud at one point, you know. I wanted to make my parents like look up to me and be like, "Damn, my son, like he's doing good things." And that's what really gave me that motivation, that strength to really come here. Um, like they just really, I, just seeing them really like made me like man up for real, and just m like make a choice to come here. Like I'm not gonna say all of it was because of them. But I really had, they were a big part of it. You know, like a 75%, like, part of it was me, honestly. Like, inside, I just, like, couldn't take it no more. The outside world, it was just eating me up, man. There's a lot of things out there, you know, you can't really handle by yourself, for real. And I was the type of dude, I had too much pride. You know, that's, and I, I see that a lot here. A lot of people have a lot of pride, and they just can't, like, they can't, like, let that, let that go, you know? Mm -hmm. They can't let it go. They want to be that man. They think they're that man. They haven't seen, they haven't been humbled yet. Yeah. And I got humbled a lot of different ways when I was out there, man. Like, every single school I got kicked out. It was a fight, suspension, expulsion, all that. I've seen a lot of different things out there. I'm not proud of it, you know. I'm not proud of the things I've done. But I'm happy I've gone through it because it really made me who I am, for real. I don't regret nothing because, honestly, everything that has happened in my life has made me a better person. You know, I look back at it and learn it like it's a lesson, you know, it's a lesson to be to learn from. And all those things just really honestly like just drove me down a path <clears throat> and it took me straight here where I'm at right now at this point. Like I came to this academy, you know, my mind clear for it. I wanted one thing and then to finish it, you know, to complete this is my last chance. I wanted to make my parents proud. Everybody, you know, thought down on me for real. And I wanted to, you know, prove everybody wrong. And that's what really gave me that extra, extra bump. You know, every day, keep going. Mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, like, that strengthened me, yo. So it just, it was like fire lighting up every time I would think of back home. I'd be like, yo, I want to do something. I want to be good. 
and you know everything here is good for real i mean honestly it's 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 a great program um there's a lot of lot of things to learn here a lot of great people you meet in this whole five and a half month like thing program and they're gonna guide you the right way that's the only way you feel me they're gonna guide you and they're gonna make sure you get there one way or another and I appreciate everybody that's that's been like helping me talking to me even the little things even the little conversations doesn't matter every little thing has helped me and like, I, I really realize it like people like just you can say something that it goes in one ear it comes out the other but everything I get told it stays in my head and it just revolves like I just keep going and going and I and I just really think about it a lot and honestly um I just really appreciate this program for everything it's really given me. You know, I I know what I want to do once I get out of here. It gave me a direction. I want to go to the military. And, you know, honestly, this environment that I've been living in just really, like, made me choose that. It really made me choose that. It made me, it made me like, help make my decision on what I wanted to do. The people around here has really, like, told me information, all that type of things. Everything is around here, everybody. Everybody's here to help, like I say, and I just thank Free State, all my cadres, and all the cadets here, and especially Sergeant Wife. He's been a big help, and that's it. Thank you. Hey, appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. What's up, y'all? It's Cadet Anderson. Um, the reason why I came to Free State was because it was basically like a last resort for me. Um, I turned 19 in the program. Uh, I couldn't finish high school because I got sick during senior week and admitted into the hospital for kidney failure. Didn't even know why. Um, I was in the hospital for about a month. Um, Your kidneys are supposed to be on like a negative one. Mine was on positive 12. And it took that whole month for for my kidneys to get back to normal. Um... The main, the other reason why I came here was because I wanted to prove everybody that's doubting me wrong. Like the situations that I've been in, some of the decisions that I made, it wasn't good. Some of them was, some of them was. I smoked, I did drugs, sold drugs, stole. I did all that. But me being in me being at Free State, it brought out something new. It it kept me. It taught me how to manage my anger because I used to fight a lot. I used to get in trouble for fighting. I used to hide secrets from my parents and all that. But me being at Free State it helps. It helped calm my anger, but at the same time, it helped me. It helped me better myself. So. Why, since I've been in Free State, I lost I lost some people that were really close to me, and it brought me down. But at the same time, I have met a few good people that brought me back up, that keep me on the same path, that's been on the same street as me, been on the straight road is to keep me there, to keep me in here. Because I was like, when I lost that one person, I wanted to go home, I was... I wasn't doing anything. I was disobeying every order that was given. I just wanted them to find an excuse to send me home. But then I realized, um, what what would that do? So, 
the thing was the thing was the the cadets that's here they'll help you with the, they'll help you better yourself they'll help you give you a better mindset you just gotta surround yourself with better positive energy because the negative energy they, that's not gonna do nothing but bring you down and me just being here for this 22 weeks it's hard it's always gonna be hard being away from your family for 22 weeks if you haven't been before so it's hard but then at the same time you gotta get through it you gotta push through it especially if you got a goal for yourself and for me I got multiple goals that I've set in here and out of here that's basically everything Question for all of y'all: Did y'all know that know these things about each other prior to this just now? Not at all. What What does it make you feel like? Everybody sitting here has something impactful, significant that they're leaving that they're leaving from to to try to overcome. Like you had kidney failure, you know, you trying to you trying to get back and get your get your get your your uh, your, your, your education on. You know, you want you just want to accomplish something. You you from Oakland, right? You come. You came to the East Coast. You know. You you, you overcoming. You know situation with mom, um, and then the situation with pop. You know to to get everything together. Um, you you doing manual labor, hard labor on the streets. Like and I, I want to. You said something interesting about being humble. I want to talk to talk about that in a little bit too. But you know now knowing these things about each other, like what is your perception of you know everybody at this table or just other cadets in general? Because I'm, I'm I know because we've recorded a few. Everybody here got these real stories like y'all, like real stories, you know, that most people may not be able to appreciate, you know, but these, the stories that humble, that humble you, like, what do y'all think of, you know, what is your perspective, perspective of each other? It's like, it's like, I don't know, cause me and Wishnoff, we've had like altercations with like, I don't know, maybe I said some things to With each other? Yeah. Uh Like we didn't get along, but it's like... I don't know. You come, not to be rude, but you just you came off like I didn't. I ain't really nah, like you. At I understand. Me. I understand. So it's it's just like to hear you say certain things, like you being able to share, cause I don't, I don't like sharing stuff about my life. So like for you to be comfortable enough to share that with, like you don't know me. So it's like I I really I didn't know that. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Is this you apologizing or you you like sympathizing with him? No, it's it's more. No, really, no, and this is me really asking you. No, you know? I'm, I'm. You got more respect for him, probably. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah that's right. I'm not apologizing. No. It's not. Yeah, I got you. This <laughs> The the biggest thing I really just learned was the amount of mental fortitude that you you can't really see in people until you really talk to them. Yeah. Like I feel like. Myself and everybody around us has a tendency to just look at the surface. Closer to the mic, yeah. So, I feel like it's really important that we talk to each other and try to f- hear other people's stories so we can connect further. Mm-hmm. Because hearing what everybody here went through, I would have had no idea, and I would have treated you like a whole different person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like your story is a part of you, so you need to be real at all times. And. I just got mad respect for every one of y'all, cause I know it, that's no one can live your life but you. That's real. So me hearing that from each and every one of you, hearing your stories, I just feel like it's amazing that you are where you are right now. Cause I know if I if I was in your circumstance, it probably would have turned out different, and yeah. vice versa. 
It's a, it's you know, I think when everybody got here, um, and I always say this, you know, to when we do these podcasts with the cadets, this program is really mental more than anything. Um, some people get it when you first tell them when you first tell them that it's mental, but to some just don't. And at a certain point, they start to grasp like, yo, it's really just a state of mind that I'm putting myself in. Mm-hmm. Um, why I'm not completing these goals or coming closer to these goals and getting frustrated? Why I'm not uh, at these goals or the stage that I'm at? Mm-hmm. You know, why can't I get here? Why am I not a squad <laughs> leader? Or why is are aren't these things happening to me? Because your mental, you know, the the mental aspect is not strong enough or is not fully in it for you to complete the program. So, um, with every person that's sitting at this table, your your mental has been tested. I'm very sure, and it's still being tested uh, to this day. Yeah, you know, to you know to the, to this day. So it's just, I'm really happy, you know, and proud of everybody that's sitting at this table. Um, you, because we've talked, you, especially you, you've definitely did a 180 um, as far as your mental and your emotion, your attitude, you know. No, I get that. But what I'm saying is the fact you're not as, number one, you're not as snappy as you used to be. You know, you <laughs> see? But you're not as snappy as you used to be. You're actually, you think before you speak and act, which is very huge. And I've noticed that. But just the same thing with everybody at this table. The mental aspect of this program is by far one of the hardest things to get over. You know, so. That's what they don't tell you when you come here. They don't tell you they don't. They don't tell you that when you come here, it's a mental game. You got to make sure your mind, your head is in the right state of state of mind. What else don't? What else don't they tell you? You can say that. Free state don't let you know that getting your GED is not like a priority. Cause if at the orientation they make it seem like it's like it like it's driving school like it's you know we gonna do this for you, but then like instead of letting us go to school we got company formation, just because somebody missing a flip flop or something. Well, I get what you're saying. No, no, I do. I get what you're saying, but the GED is part of the program now. Whether you meet the standards and get. To the point of your assessment points, because you already know you need a hundred. You need they need a hundred points assessment points to take the GED test. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, they have a chance to take it after the program, or if they don't get to take it here because of their points, they can go home to wherever their district is and uh, community colleges. They they offer the program or whatever like that. But um, that's all on you. It's we tell you I- that. I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, I get the 100 points to take my GED. Mm-hmm. But once I get the 100 points, instead of letting me go to class, you making me clean the barracks. And I I don't like that. Like on, it's on non-academic days? On academic days. When did this happen? First sergeant, go clean the barracks. It's dirty. When did this happen? When he first got here. Oh, Brian and Ruffin. Oh, yeah. I can't. Did it happen one time or did it, did it always happen? Multiple. All right, well, you yeah. made it here. It's part of one, it. It's one, part of one day I can attest to. Yeah. And I was just, you know, we were, we all as Kadri and Cadet because we're we're basically side by side through this mm-hmm. whole journey. Right. So sometimes, you know, on our on our side of the fence, it's like this is kind of deviating from the plan, but you know, yeah. 
outwardly I can't let that show a lot of times. You got roll, you got behind closed doors. It's like, yo, what you doing, fam? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, yeah, we really gotta be like these kids gotta get to school. There's, yeah. there's a test that needs to be took, so right. can't be a whole lot of cleaning. But there are there were some very uh Strenuous Strenuous measures okay. Extreme situations That happened where We had to pull the kids All out of school Yeah And I can see that though Yeah some tattoos Y'all get y'all Some tattoos I told yeah, you that remember What is wrong with y'all I'm sorry No way about No cause the only way You can get yourself is a, a tattoo head Is with something With a hot butter knife And uh, some ink No They brought the equipment in Y'all gonna die yo I told you this <laughs> You did the the very day I think the day that it happened we had to record that night and I think I came in I yeah, was like you, you was mad yo you was definitely <laughs> mad that night yo. <laughs> so what's wrong I was like they yo everybody at school and they made us come and check through like little arm checks and stuff yeah man. you gotta do that though because it's, I'm being funny yo but you can, it's a lot of diseases and things yeah. not like you know with like tetanus and things with the metal and that you like, see you, everybody tattoo now everybody tattoo like a mess of course it because does they, 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 really bad. their arms is Getting infected and stuff like it could be it could be real bad for y'all, but yeah. I get it. But actually, I don't get it. But. I do understand what uh, Cadet Reed is saying. So you can go into your food and everything like that. No, That's no, I want to get back on, on the question. To, uh, my man, was you was talking about you know some people here are not humble. Like speak speak more to that. You know, people, some people in life haven't been humble, and you probably see it with the other cadets. Well, I mean, I I feel like humbleness comes a long way. You know, it's when you're born, you're born with that. You feel me? Um, there's people that just honestly they don't take things into consideration, the little things, you know. They just like what? Like let's say when someone give you some or when some you someone let you like a cadre let you go upstairs or a cadre let you go you to the, use the restroom just cuz you like you begging for it basically. That's a privilege, you feel me? Like, they just letting you like that's you should be grateful for that. Every little thing you should be grateful for. Mm. And there's people that just take things like they just um like let things like go by like they don't really appreciate those things like or any like a little talk a simple talk to you you feel me like when a when a cadre takes part of his day off you know and comes over here and looks at us and talks to us and tells us things you know i look at them like damn you know he took his day off i'm like that's a big thing you know for somebody to come over here when he got things to be doing and and to talk to us and then some people just look at it different just like oh what is he doing over here like why is he back here like go you know, it's your off day like why wouldn't be doing that? And like people just look at the things, look at the world different, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of there's a lot of cadets here that just like honestly those 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 things just like they should like they should really appreciate more honestly. Like and I and the thing about me is I've always every little thing that I've got I've never been really like, given things. I've really like gone and got it. Like I've always worked for my things. That's what so, that's what probably made you appreciate things though. And that's well. what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just feel like a lot of people haven't done that. You know, I feel like everybody here talk about working like it's mommy and daddy money. You know, I'm not. I don't know anything about that. You know, I wasn't really born into that. Um, and I just I really can't connect with some people and how they think. When I came here, I was just really like isolated. I was really isolated because everybody here just seemed different to me. Different how? As in like. They didn't think the same way I did. Honestly, I, I, like I said, when I came here, I had one goal. One, I had set my goal. My mindset was straight already. I wanted to do something and finish. Like I wanted to start it and finish it, and not do like not do all the things in between this 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 five and a half month program. 
And there's people here that come and they want to do all these other things, like mess around, talk. Like I don't want to make. I don't. I, I. I ain't come here to make friends, honestly. I came here to finish like my job, like do get my diploma, and and things like things like that. So when I when, like when people come here, they try to like mess around formation, like or or go do some dumb things and just anything in general. Um, I'm not for that. You feel me? Like I, I can't really talk to people. They they be talking about the streets and stuff. And I came here to get away from that. You know, mm-hmm. they and they really like trying to bring it like back. Like thing is like cool and stuff. And I'm like, yo, like my whole like childhood was basically some like stuff like that. And I'm trying to get away from that. I don't want any more of that. I don't want to hear it. Like that's why I'm here to isolate myself from the world. And you're just bringing it back. So I really just isolated myself from all those bad people. And even though I talk to some people, I don't really take what they got to say to mine. You know, I just, I know everything. I, like, honestly, I'm not going to say that I know everything, but I, I've learned a lot. And honestly, like, I know the right from wrong. You know, I have, I feel like I have some, some, somewhat of a grasp of integrity. You know, like I have, I have a good amount of integrity. You know, I, I, I know the right from wrong, like I said. And there's some people that just, they want to keep doing the wrong. They don't learn. You know, so I've learned a lot from my lessons. All everything I've done, I've learned a lot from. And there's some people that just they won't ever learn. They won't ever learn. Like, and I feel like that that's a big part of it. You know, some people just want to keep going, keep going and stuff. Like I've been, <coughs> I've been arrested. I've been doing other like you know done stuff like that. And then that just really like, you know, it's like hitting a brick wall. That's like that's like the end. Of it. I'm like yo, like wake up. I just wake up. Mm-hmm. And that just opens your eyes for real. And it's just people don't have that wake up call. Some people like haven't haven't gone through that yet in their life, you know. And I just feel like that's a big part of it too. So yeah, that's real. That was deep, yeah. <laughs> you want to wrap up, yeah? No, it's not. <laughs> um, so thus far throughout the program, everything as I know, y'all got promise tomorrow correct all right so you know we'll rewind we'll come back to that but as far as the uh the upside to free state like what what's some of the things that you guys actually enjoy and y'all anybody can start it on that what you got the mic go ahead um that's a hard question you enjoy doing hair you was talking about doing hair makeup all uh that's what i started this one day (laughs) but um the upside of free state just being able to, what he said earlier, isolate myself from an environment that wasn't good for me. So, like, I can kind of see how I need to move when I get back, like, so that I don't fall into the same thing. Um, uh, being able to actually talk to someone about, like, what I want to do as far as my plan. Like, because when it, when it comes to, like, my peoples, that's not... It's a priority, but it's more so like just do it, like, mm-hmm. do it. That's it. Like not, it's not like somebody sitting there like really giving me the steps or the tools or how to do it. But as far as like cadre, like they really sit down with you and try to explain to you, like this is what you need to do. This is step one, step two. You know. Um. Other than that, that's it. What about the food? Did y'all enjoy the food? We had stuffed peppers today. How was it? Was that good or bad? It was good. It was great. No, it was nasty. Uh-huh. It was nasty. 
But they stuff the peppers like with. Dog food and fat. Right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what that is. It's like it's like a like a a a ball of ground beef and rice thick and like inside of it Damn. with like a green pepper and tomato sauce. Gosh, somebody thought they was the man fancy though. Nah, they, it's they disgusting. Cut the bell pepper half open. Yeah. To, like, show the cross section. But you only get the whole bell pepper? No. Nah. Get the whole, no stem, no. <laughs> I mean, like, they give you half of one, or you get, like, the whole one? Yeah. You get the bottom part of it. Uh, and it's nasty. <laughs> Damn. The best thing we got is the nachos. Nah, I, I got to disagree. What's the best thing? The fried chicken or the barbecue chicken? Nah, the barbecue chicken is nasty. Nah, the fried chicken is torch. It'd be rubbery for, like, yeah. Oh, that means it was frozen. Yeah. yeah. I like the steak. And they, Y'all get steak? Be fat though. Be so much fat. Yeah. Uh, the back of my fried chicken be a little light skin. Sometimes. The back of it. <laughs> <laughs> is it red in the middle? So, it's like, yeah, no, like it's right, be good then. Like, not a carrot cake torch. Okay, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's well, it's more icing than cake though. Yeah, it is way more icing than cake. That's how I like it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving okay. on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yo, so it's a food bag. Do you, like, do y'all lose weight? Because I know it's PT. Like, are y'all. If anything, you gain weight. Because all we get for breakfast is eggs and potatoes. Nah, I gotta just. I, I really, so, no, I ain't really like, gain weight. Is though. it like a freshman 15 here? What? Like they say when you first go to college, you either gain 15 pounds or lose 15 pounds. No. Because you're either not eating or eating all the time. It's all losing. No, yeah. I I didn't lose. I expected to look like Beyonce when I came out of here, but <laughs> I'm more of like a, I don't know, like a Jordan Who she said? Beyonce. Beyonce oh. like Rihanna. I wanted to look like You Rihanna. thought she was going to be cut up and I all only that. lost yeah. like five, six pounds. That's it. Uh-uh. I feel like it depends on what I'm like, yeah. I feel like nah, the, he lost mad. Like you lost mad? You lost mad? We lost mad. We find out. I did lose some weight, yo, but I mean, honestly, I've been working from the jump. You know, every day I have my little routine workout. Oh, you came here for real? Yeah, I was like, yo, I'm in here. I'm on the mic, on the mic. I'm like, it's, I'm like, it's like, it's like jail basically to me, yo. In a way, when I came in, I was like, I'm locked up, so might as well you. just work out. And you know, that's how I really like got rid of some time, you know. But honestly, the food—I mean, the food is—it's okay. It's eatable. Like, <laughs> can't really complain about the food. Like, it's not like they feeding me like trash. Like, yeah, nah, it's good. It's edible. I get it. Um, it's good. But and also about the the the. I get it. About gaining weight, I feel like you can gain weight. I mean, but I just feel like it depends on each like everybody's metabolism, yeah. how they like stomach and everything works out. I feel as though if you was if you were like, uh, quote unquote, big, you lost. But yeah. if you were like skin, you gained. I can see that. Okay, yeah. I can see that. You you went times without meals. For say they the same I, way. I, yeah, I did yeah. do that. Uh, yeah, I did do that. Like in life, like real life. Yeah, like, I, I, I get it. I get it. So I mean, every every little food I get, you know, you, honestly, you appreciate it. Yeah, I, I, eat, I lick plates. Like, you know, what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> no, no, that's real though. Like, yeah, if you have like, a meal, meal though, yeah. I get it. I, I've I've never like learned to throw food away. You know, it hurts. Yeah, yeah. You know, like sometimes some people just don't got in the table. Like you feel me? So you eat the stuff, Papa? Yeah, that's that's tasty. That's I'm sorry. That's the everything else you know, I can eat, but you, that. You just asked me about pepper skin tonight. Uh, you see, <laughs> yeah. I respect it though because like oh, when you, like you talk about being humble, like when you in situations where you didn't have, you, yeah. you appreciate any opportunity where you get. Of course, mm-hmm. that's, that's what's up. But it don't change it if you don't like it. Don't change that neither. Yeah. Yeah. that's another thing too. That that goes back because it was another. I think was it yesterday? What's today? Today's Monday. Monday. 
So yesterday when we were all in y'all's room or whatever, like the other one room we were in, um, I actually like went on like a, a Kanye rant <laughs> inside the room. Yeah, like I you had a stream of consciousness. No, nah, we were just talking, and then like out of nowhere, like I just felt myself like going on a rant, and I really like about what? What was he ranting about? Everything, just like like we were all talking about the the consi- <laughs> the consistency of you know my demeanor, the consistency of how I was in the program, like what changed, how I changed, how they changed, and I was just like, well, you know, with how. A cadet how he's upstairs we were talking and he was like yeah like you changed like if you were this way um you know you were this way when you started but then now you just act like like, i used to be cool with you but like i really don't like you no more like i hate you i was like why do you hate me so he was so he broke it down down yeah he told me why in a sense but i was like well i said your problem is you know your yeah your your home life yeah his, his home life was is not the best so the one thing that I told him because he's not as fortunate as some kids that are here. So when he, we talked and everything like that, and I was just telling him, I said, you know, your problem is you wear your pride on your sleeve like really well. You wear your struggle on your sleeve, but not really in a good way. So he tried his prom outfit on, and I was already in the room when he came in, and he had like a pair of slacks and a button up and a tie on. So when he came in, I just like looked at it. I looked at his outfit like you know, I just checked him out. He was like, yo, what? He's like, oh, what, what, what? Why are you looking at my outfit like that? Like, what? I was like, I was like, well, calm down, brother. Like, I'm just seeing what you got on. He was like, you always got something to say. I was like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> but that let me. <laughs> he might not. All right. But I was just looking at him. I was just like, all right. And he was like, yeah. But but at the same time, I was just telling him, like, look, man, your outfit's nice. It's nice for you. Like, this is just, this is what you wearing. This is what you wearing. And he was like, nah. You know, like, oh, I don't care. This is what I want. This is what I got. I'm like, all right. So I I talked to him, broke him down. I said, but you're the type of person because whatever is going on at your home life and the things that you don't have and you see all these other kids around and having it and they got, it may be an illusion to you too because they might not really have, they probably, have, what if they borrowed those shoes from somebody or what if, you know, that was their big brothers or little brothers clothes that they wearing or their cousin's shoes or whatever and they might have took it from somebody. You know, so just because, you know, you, you see people with certain things and think that, you know, they're well off. They're at the end of the day that night, like you said, however, like it's mommy and daddy money. You know, if you don't come from money like that, it's it's all right. But it, it'll it'll make you appreciate having more. Yeah, right. It'll appreciate you having anything way more. So the way that your the way that your pride is set up right now and the way that your, you know, your emotions are set up about being misfortunate, like, you know, try to like find the positive and. Um, the things that you are are able to work towards getting, you know, to have your own. Like we all in the, at this table, some of most of us, you know, including myself at this table, like sneakers is like, you know, we all know that in this day and age, sneakers is like the biggest thing. And we were talking about Jordans and I said, well, for me, it's different because, you know, I get the Jordans that meant something to me. Right. You know, like I actually watched Michael Jordan play. A lot of you, most y'all didn't watch Michael Jordan play. So for me, if I get a pair of Jordans, it'll be something significant of me as a kid watching him play. Mm-hmm. A lot of you kids these days, you they know, weren't born when he was playing, right? So they'll get them based off of status, mm-hmm. or you know, if some you know fashionable, but it's more or less a status shoe. It's not like you didn't watch him, or it doesn't yeah, mean you can't anything. remember yeah, you where he was when the twelves came out, yeah. right? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just you know, it's it's a lot of ways to look at things instead of just being angry at it. But you know, this place will. In, in, in my eyes, this place would should 
make you use make your make you use your uh, cognitive thinking way more than just you know it's either right wrong black white and that's it there, you know there's other ways to look at things you got to like dissect things you got to look at the when people say well are you are you the big picture person or are you like uh the detailed person mm-hmm. i need details like i'm always a detailed person because the big picture is nice but how do i get there right, right. so ask away man this is your portion this is your portion this you, you, you ask the questions and all i do is just tag it you know that right roger that so who's your favorite cadre I got two separate ones. Like I got a male cadre and a female cadre. Whatever, just period. It can be a top three, top five, whatever. My favorite female cadre, hands down. Like all of them, cool, <laughs> everything. But Sergeant Shipley. Really, a lot yeah. of people like Sergeant Shipley. Or because like. for one, like she's just if nobody else comes in, she's there. Mm-hmm. She's like always there. Like she come out the cut. <laughs> but it's like what other things like. Certain cats are like, I'll be like, oh my god, I don't feel good. Mr. McGregor. And then, okay, go to child. But so it should be, okay, I'll bring your tray back. I can see that you're in pain. Like, she, mm. certain things that she does, like, it's just like. I see. You. She don't do it all the time, but she can really tell when something is wrong. Like, she's considerate mm-hmm. of <coughs> others. Jeez. Male cadre? Yeah, it's all that. You too, you all right, you know, you good. Hey, it's just, it's, it's your No, thing. no, matter of fact, no, that's all you. Too sensitive. <laughs> I don't have to say Sasha White for it. Like, when I don't, you and Sasha Kelly, like, when, like, female KJ is always, like, on us 24-7. Like, they don't, they don't really play around with us. They playing around with us and, like, playing music on the floor. Like, yesterday was all Germany. We never had music playing on the floor like that. But with y'all, like, it's like, oh, I don't got to be serious right now. Like, I chill with y'all. Y'all cool. Mm-hmm. You know? You know y'all did too much. <laughs> okay. Anderson. <laughs> All right. My favorite cadre is got to go to L. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the situation with my when my grandma died and the stuff that's going on with my mom right now, he, he was the one that was listening. He gave me feedback on all that. Uh, nighttime casualty has got to go to Axe. Mm-hmm. That's my man. Yeah. That's my triplet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so, I mean, there's no pressure from him, but I have to say my favorite cadre is Sergeant Whitefoot. Trash. Damn! <laughs> it be your old people, yo. Queen of Slim, yo. your old people. Nah, because no other cadre... He never really makes the effort to be that big brother figure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he really puts himself out there and really tries to connect with you. Like this whole program, when I was broken, <clears throat> he'd be back. <laughs> he'd be back. He'd be in the back of the formation, like just Jonah packing with me, just talking for real. And so, like, I was going through a pretty tough time mentally at that time, for real. Because at that point, like, I had a lot of pressure. Got a lot of stuff going on at home and here. So just him doing that and making me my day just better just by a little bit really goes a long way. And just knowing that having that person you could go to to just talk to and, like, just laugh a little bit, it really helps you, like, get through the day. But at the same time, he can be, like, real with you. Like, he's not – he's quick to call you on your bull for real. 
And I hope come at it in a way that's not disrespectful, but really open your eyes. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. Like, he's just a fellow intellectual, man. What can I say? <laughs> respect. <laughs> respect. <laughs> respect yeah. on that one. Definitely respect on that. Yeah, like, I don't know. His music taste, I mess with. I, if we if, if music taste I like You know I, I can vibe with you That's real though That's yeah. real That's a real statement like that. yeah. That's famous Nighttime Cadre Sergeant Either Sergeant Jamison Or Sergeant Johnson Cause <clears throat> You sound like Sergeant Johnson Right there But Sergeant Johnson He 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 like a father For real Like he'll be in the room Like Making sure you good Like checking on you But uh, He just has Paternal Like Not instincts But traits mm-hmm. You can't really like me, I have a white father, so, <laughs> so like having like that black father figure, really like, it really like, dang, what am I missing my whole life? <laughs> like, no, 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 my father is great. No, my father is great. That's like my, that's my man for real. But we, it's not. No, he knows why I'm laughing. No, he knows why I'm laughing, right? Because. This is and this is the big brother stuff yeah, that kicks yeah. in. So when I found out his pops is white, uh, this dude is like Tom Brady white, like, oh no, yeah, like he also right. So, but the the statement he made because he know I'm, I'm about to yeah, yeah. I'm about to get him later. But no, go ahead. Now that's but the crazy thing is people meet my dad. I don't even think he's white. I think he albino. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, all right. But he does. He has that complexion to be like yeah. Either way, he's, yeah. You got side on him a couple of times. Ask him some trick questions yeah. like <laughs> see what he put on the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you put hot sauce if you on had the a sugar. choice, mayonnaise or miracle whip. Ah. He says miracle whip. <laughs> Gotta go, chief. <laughs> Dijon. <laughs> go ahead, Herrera. Yeah, go ahead, Herrera. Honestly, my favorite daytime cadre, I would say, just like I wish not said, it would be wifer. And I say that because, just like how he said, like, he tries to, like, connect with us. Um, he tries to put himself in our shoes, basically. You know, he's been here, like he said, he's been here 17 years ago. And I know I, I know that it was different when he came here, but at the same time, he tries to act like, you know, he's still in here, he's still with us, he's still doing it with us. He's like a cadet, you know, sometimes he tries to act like a cadet with us, you know, he's like, so he's just always there with us, and then that's just like that. Just really helps helps me at least, um, and makes me like I'm like, oh okay. I'm like he 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 finished his program, you know. Why can't I do it, you know? So he's good. Look at him, like I really look up to him a lot, honestly, all the time. And I I mean I I don't know, like I I just really I just feel like every time when I'm in formation, I'm down or something. Like I just. Honestly, I just look at his face and I can just laugh. <laughs> like, I can just see something, like him saying something funny and I just laugh at it, you know? And there's not a lot of people that just really, you just look at it and just, you can just cheer up, you know? And that's one of the only people that can really do that to me. Like, I can just look at someone and just, you know, put a smile on my face for real. But, um, he just, I mean, honestly, Sergeant Wife would be making me, like, um, really making the time go by fast, bro. Like, it's just a lot of things he be doing like that I've never really even seen like a lot of people do but he just got that like um personality that 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 cool personality is like it's like a kid like a grown kid and it's just funny to me 
you know, because I, I was like, this big, big dude. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why he acting like that? And I'm like, you know, but he's, he be just acting, you know. I know he, he a real, like, he a real, real man. Like, you know, he got his, he got his things, his kids and stuff, I know. But I, I just like that. He likes to connect with us. And I, he be really helping out a lot, you know, so... That's that's a that's all I really got to say about Sergeant Whitefoot. Uh, my nighttime cadre, I would say probably Sergeant Johnson. Um, honestly, at night I just knock out. I do my I know I do my pushups and stuff and go to sleep. I don't really like mess around in the halls like that. But when I do, he's always just there. You know, he's always checking up. Like what's now said, he's like you good. He be he be treating everybody like they they're his son and stuff. And I mean that's. I like that He's like reassuring You know He's like that reassurance You know Make sure you're good and stuff So that'd be helping out You know When you're down Just go talk to him He's always there Sitting on his phone Watching his little Whatever football game Whatever He always got time for you So he never like He never like Pushes anybody away Like for a fact So yeah That's that's me uh, My favorite Cadres That's real We got time I mean What time is uh, 9.05 Right Well what time Like Oh <laughs> <laughs> We at 50 You never did this before bro Nah it was my first time <laughs> podcast, This is my first time bro. But Nah to, to all of that man Like Outside of You know the, the The praises and everything like that Like I don't do this Like I tell them all the time I don't do this because You know For the accolades And to say like Who's your favorite cadre And you know The go boast and everything like that actually like i tell you guys all the time this is my passion like i love what i do you know i never wake up any morning there are some mornings where i'm ridiculously tired but there are days where i come in here and no i'm not that (laughs) they think that i'd be on my herbal essence when i come in i I don't but they don't understand is we had just finished (laughs) hanging out and like that's the thing like working the two jobs and then you know doing you know events and recording and things like that like my sleep is just has always been trash but anyway like i really have a passion for what i do and working with you guys so like when i tell you i put myself out there on the line because you know technically i'm not supposed to tell you that i went to cat i went to free state before and then it's like, well, I got to let them know that, you know, how can I connect? How can you connect with them? You know, and a lot of times we, as far as our job title is concerned, we're supposed to like be so guarded with them and not really, you know, let them see who we are because I don't want to be in here and be like a robot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want to be in here and do my time and go home and they just like, well, we know not to talk to that guy. So, you know, I mean, you're going to get your respect. At any cost, you know, as long as you earn it with them and the same vice versa goes for them, too. You know, they earn my respect. You know, you give and you get. You give mm-hmm. and you get. And it's a case. It's a cadet by cadet basis. Right. Um, there's just some kids up there I've never said a word to this whole program. And but but get off the floor and get in formation like that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try, you know, you try to connect with them, see what they're really about. And, you know, if it's just something where, hey, how you doing? You know, what's up? Hey, man, I see you. uh so you've been doing your thing, man. That's what's up. Yeah, thanks. You know, and then you keep it moving. But mm-hmm. um, with with these two, you know, Herrera and Wishnoff, you know, because they're in my platoon, um, being, me being spending the most time with them, like I've gotten to know Herrera, even when Herrera first came in, he was, you know, the big, he was a big boy. That's what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah he was I, a big boy. I, I, always, you know, once he got, he worked out. Like, they came in the summertime. So, like, he had three months to, like, really yeah. shed all the weight. And, you know, he's locked up. And then there was a period. There was a quick, like, maybe 30-day period where, like, 
I just real. I was like, hey, everybody on the floor, and I'm looking like my man. You know, he just you going through with your uh, slow bopping from the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Got his pants sagging, got his slides on. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> and he just walked through like, oh, what's up, Sarge? I'm like, what the what's up, Sarge? Like, yo, get off the floor. <laughs> he like. Oh. Yeah, he, no, he just really just walked past me like he was home. I was like, there's a formation. So I'm like, so then it was like three days in a row he did it. And I said, I went in there. I said, yo, what the hell is going on with you, guy? Like, what happened? He was like, I don't know, man. It's just <laughs> He's like, I just got tired of being that guy, man. I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> then, But then it took him like another week, you know get what back, I mean? Yeah, yeah, to get back in his, and he he got back to it, like right. wishing off. Wishnov, um, he was very up and down or whatever like mm-hmm. that. But I think it was the one day like I put on um, the first time I started playing music, yeah. and I think Anderson Pack had came on, uh, and like that's a, that's he kind of like poked his head out the door. He was like, "Hey man, um, you listen to Anderson Pack a lot?" And I was like, <laughs> "No, I was, I was like, yeah, like that's my dude." He was like, "Oh okay." He's like, "You know what I'm saying?" Because like you know I'm from Oakland, you know what I'm saying. I was like, "Okay," Over. but then you know me, yeah, my yeah, yeah. smart Alex. Or... I was like, "Okay." He was like, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, yeah, that's that's the homie right there. I was like, I was like, okay. But then after that, we start, we sat and talked, and he listened to the music and yeah. everything like that. Um, Reed, I'm just go down line. Reed, yeah, uh-oh. like when I tell you, like Bro, she it. needed bolts in her neck to keep her neck still because anytime you looked at her or said something to that's her, that's that Southeast, yo. I yo, know, I know Barry Farms when I see it. That thing is. Uh, uh, what Anaco- okay Anacostia. can I help you is like all that I'm like what's she looking at yeah oh she, she charging up right now so she after a while nothing. so after a while I just like I realized that okay this is the one this is one young lady that I don't think that I can have direct interaction with because it's gonna get to a point where I'm gonna get tired of the all of that neck snapping and you know can I help you stuff so I was like alright I'm gonna just I'm gonna say hi excuse me whatever like that and it was one day where she had a bad hair day and she walked past me. She took her hat off. I was like, "Good lord!" <laughs> and she and she laughed. And I was like, "Oh, you you do laugh. You do smile." She was like, "Whatever, okay." I just I had my jail or something like that. So I was like, "All right, it's all good." And then after that, you know, we we developed a little little yeah. little rapport with each other. So it was cool. Anderson, um, I didn't really talk too much to Anderson. I think maybe like around week ten. Um, I don't know what happened, but we just had a conversation one day, and then I remember we just talked here, talked there, and you know, come to find out he, I found that he could sing. Yeah, he's supposed to sing a song. You ready? <laughs> I found that he could sing, so then we Reed, talked. Reed then, sings too. No, she, no, she, no, she, what? no, is it? No, it's she can sing. Yeah, it's white. It's, it's, but it's you too. No, it's white. They definitely said it's you. I know that, but it's you and it's, it's white and you. Roger that. So anyway, again with the music situation because mm-hmm. that's yeah. kind of the, the good a good way I could yeah a good yeah. way I could connect with everybody. We were listening. I think um, it was like Sunday morning. We was listening. I put on like gospel music because like, you call it for church, and I yeah. put on like some gospel music or whatever. But then I started listening to like you know Anita Baker and stuff yeah. like that. So he came down, sat, and we talked, and um, we just connected from there, and we you know had good conversation. But um, the main thing what I always tell the kids is like. I love what I do. You know what I'm saying? I don't never, ever, ever want them to think that coming here, like, I don't care about us because there was kids before that said, y'all don't even care about us. Y'all just here for a check. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, I don't feel that way. You know, in the moment when you are upset about something that doesn't go your way with a cash or anything mm-hmm. like that, I just tell them, like, look, 
it's other ways to use your anger. It's other ways to, you know, take a step back and look at it. Yesterday, I made a point that, you know, this generation, they're very socially awkward because mm. their phone is like their focal point of communication. So you take that away from them because everything is so instant. Mm. And you take that away from them and like state in information for like two minutes is hard for them because they can't, they need something to function. They can't sit still, you know, because everything right is instant. Yeah. So like yesterday, you know, like when I was on my Kanye rant, I was just like, look, it's, I said, let me give you a 12 hour day of a cadre when I come in. Hey, good morning, y'all. Let's go get online. Oh, some BANs here. Da, 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 da. Oh, it's that BAN wife here. Oh, F you this, F you that. Get on formation, y'all. F you. No, we ain't going. Da, da, da. I refuse. <laughs> and they be like that. Like, bro, it's, I'm telling, I tell these guys, I say, yo, do you know what it's like to be a parent and know that you can discipline your own kids, but you come to a job where I can't dis- I'm can't really pressure, like somebody's big throat, brother yeah. or father for, for for 22 weeks and I can't really like yeah. really put my hands on you like I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? So it's, you go through these things and you, you just, it's just little things that I want them to take away like patience mm-hmm. um, and being humble and just cognitive thinking because, you know, once they get out of this program, the world you know that that world that's out there it's cold mm-hmm. it's a cold world um and you have guys like you know sergeant lisbon just walked in mm-hmm. you got guys like uh sergeant lisbon that um we we are the we are the one one of the one two of i think like 16 of us mm-hmm. we we really like love what we do right. you know what i'm saying like we can connect with these kids in a in a different way and you know me and him are the same age so we're all the same yeah, age so it makes it easier for us because of the gener- the the era that we grew up in music and are growing up in music mm-hmm. um and everything like that so it's just we have fun with the kids you know they they want us to be like these straight faced yeah they robots. want us to be robots yeah. and I t- it's hard to be that because you know well, a lot of these kids come from a lot of like more more so less mental health background issued like homes yeah. we talked about the night yeah, yeah. so um, nonetheless, man, outside of everything, you guys are part of Class 53. I'm really proud of each and every one of you sitting at this table and the rest of the company. Um, I'm just hoping that, you know, whatever you guys set your minds to, whatever goals you have, please follow through with them. Don't take no breaks after this program because a lot of people will say, I'm going to school, I'm going to take a year break and get back to it. Don't take no breaks. That'll be the worst thing for you, especially you, because your entrepreneurship, we talked about it before. I want you to just make sure you follow through with that. You know, and everything like that, especially with you going back home, wherever you're going to go, however, same thing for you and, you know, Anderson, whatever, you know, your situation. So, you know, much love to you guys. I love all y'all, man. Y'all just, you know, keep doing y'all thing. Proud of you. Yeah. You get it right there. Come on. Get it. Pass my mic. Pass my mic. Yeah. I, I can't hear. I got to get closer. Yeah. yeah you, oh, just take it. Grab it. You can take it off the stand if you want. Yeah. Well, you wanted to be on the show anyway. He did, he did, yeah, yeah. Introduce yourself, introduce yourself, yeah. I'm Sergeant L. Yeah. Oh, this is Sergeant L. Okay, all right, yeah. Baltimore native. Like, I caught pieces of what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're a rapper. But, um, no, I was listening to what he was saying. Like, um, I definitely want to reiterate that don't take no break off. Like somebody, somebody told me that the one thing, the worst thing that you can do is take time off. Because regardless, of whatever you're planning on doing, the time gonna pass regardless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And all that time, you could have been putting that time and the effort into that goal. You feel me? Like I, I told myself that I wasn't gonna go to school uh, right out of high school, and I didn't. You know what I mean? So my freshman year, 
2009, when I was about 21, 22, if I just went right out of high school, I'd have been graduating at that time, you know what I mean? So, and then all that time, I wasn't doing anything. So this, I'm gonna take this time off, but you gotta understand in that time off, you still gotta do something. Mm-hmm. So you're putting all this time and effort into something that you don't even really wanna do, you're just trying to survive at that point. You know what I mean? Even, even, even now, like with, with my wife or whatever, like um, <coughs> she went and did a four year degree at Loyola because she wanted to take the, the doctor route. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up finding out that wasn't her path or whatever, but then she took the nursing route. Now she's a nurse practitioner. And she said if she knew then what she knows now, she'd have just went the straight the nursing route. She could have been a RN at age 20, 21, making $30, $35 an hour working mm-hmm. three days a week. You know what I mean? Like right. not many people really see that type of stuff ever. And then she just pushed the envelope and kept pushing and went and got her, her BS in. That she went and got her master's, you know what I mean? And the reason why she didn't take no time off because she was just like, what am I going to sit and do? Nothing. The time's going to pass regardless, and I'm be letting that time go past me. Whereas if I just take these credits here, take these credits there. Mm-hmm. Now she works from 10 to 4. Not even that, 10 to 2, because she got to get off at 2.30, go pick my daughter up by 3.15. It makes like double what I need for real, yeah. but that's all because she put in that time. So don't take no time off. Don't take no time off, man. Please don't do that. That's like the worst thing you could ever do. Y'all always got us, you know what I mean, to lean on, to, to, to give you some guidance and push y'all. Like we went through different types of things for y'all to um, be able to learn from us. Our mistakes, not necessarily mistakes, but like the experiences that we've had that's going to put y'all, you know what I mean, you can you can kind of take it and, and put it in place with your life and be like, all right, well, if he went through this situation and handled it this type of way, you know what I mean? Maybe if I adapt something from my lifestyle or whatever the case that I'm doing into mine or from his into mine, it can help me, you know what I mean, in that same way for real. So just just, just be open, listen, be willing to, um, you know, take the good with the bad, you know what I mean? Because you're going to get some criticism. Everything that you do is not going to be liked. And, and at the end of the day, it's not about that. It's just about what's going to be best for you, you know what I mean? And the best teacher is experience. You know what I mean? Like some of us, but they say a hard head make a soft A for real. Mm-hmm. But you gotta like I, I feel as though sometimes like you can try to guide a person as much as you want, but if they don't want to listen, then you gotta let them go through that experience to see what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like and some people it works out for the best, some people it don't, but at the end of the day you have that experience under your belt. So that way the next time you face with that, you're like, All right, this what happened last time. Let me not make that same mistake I made before and try to take a different path. You never know what the outcome becomes. It can be a beautiful thing if you just Take that time and just listen. If you got to take that hard route, take it, but just don't ever give up. Oh, good. I'm good. All right. So in closing, um, like, you know, we, we preach to you guys about, you know, making the right choices and everything like that. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm proud of you guys. Enjoy your prom and everything like that. And graduation is Friday. Um, but at the end of the day, man, um, just know that life is short. So don't take anything or anyone and that's in your life for granted. Because at any point in time, you know, they could be here today and gone tomorrow. That's right. So, even with that, um, the young gentleman, Juice World, you know, yeah. that we all know passed away. So, um, and and don't be afraid to be a no man in y'all's camp. I will say that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of Explain young. Explain what that is. There's a, there's a lot of young artists out here and a lot of just young cats um, who roll with, you know, they roll have a group of friends and nobody wants to say no. Everybody wants to just enjoy the ride or sit back and just wait for something to happen. And, you know, like Mac Miller, like, uh, what's his name? X, X, what's, what's, yeah, yeah, I can't, yeah, but X, um, 
and, and a lot of these other rappers, man, that are passing away, uh, you know, due to not having a no man in the camp. So um, I know mental health is a very, you know, serious issue and depression and things of that nature. So just if you know or see anybody that looks like they're going through something and you can be a help and you see them going down the wrong path, please don't be afraid to say no. Um, even if it may end your friendship in a little bit, at least you were that voice of reason for something. And you didn't just stand by and watch them, you know, go to the wayside when you could have felt like you could have did something. Because that guilt that you live with, knowing that you could have been that voice of reason. Is and, and within that, too, man, like when you guys see somebody <coughs> that's not with the norm or not going with your in crowd or something like that, you never know what type of demons they might be battling. You know what I mean? So it's always easier for us to, like, pick on them and be like, oh, he don't got this or he acting like that or he can't tell me what five times five is right off the break. You know what I mean? But you never know what that person's been to. What type of trauma, anything, you know what I mean? So, so be be open minded enough to be like, because off break, it's always easy to be like, oh boy, you can't do that, da, 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 try to crack on somebody, whatever the case may be, but you never know what type of background or history that person has been through that made them and got them to the point where they are at that moment. Because, like, not everybody's, you know what I mean, grasp the education in the same way that y'all do. Like, y'all can all sit in the same class and y'all, not, y'all might not all grasp the same information the same way. You know what I mean? Some of y'all might get it faster. Some of y'all might get it slower. But that doesn't make nobody better than nobody. It just means that that person just got to put forth a little bit more effort. But it's always, but it's up to one of us to be like, all right, y'all, like, like chill. Like, let them rock, you know what I mean? And put them to the side and try to help them. But not none of us want to do that. Like he was saying, that no man situation. Like, nobody wants to be that individual. Everybody just want to get along and be with that in crowd. Right. So, I mean, just, just try to be open-minded with that when y'all out in the world because, you know what I mean, you might be that, that person or that out crowd one day. You know what I mean? You're going to want somebody to be like, chill because that d- depression is real, man. Depression is real. Yes. And, and a lot of people are functional, functional uh, depression, That's dealing right. with depression, like, functionally. And, and you'll never know. Like, they'll come to wherever they got to go to every day, smiling, happy, go lucky, but you never know what their home situation is like. Go ahead. So we're going to close out um, I appreciate everybody for being here tonight uh, I know it was short notice and everything like that Thank you sorry L for backing me up JR as always Anderson, Reed, wishing off, wishing off And uh, Herrera man We appreciate everybody for being here I'm I'm very proud of you guys um, I know it's a little past and lights out So I got to get these guys back upstairs And everything like that But we're going to get out of here um, I think we're done We're good Yep yeah. So as always Love, love life and, and libations it's to the point why I love and I hate you And I cannot change you, so I must replace you oh, Easier said than done, I thought you were the one listening